Before we get started, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to Animo for sponsoring today's episode. Learn more about this Bible verse collectible card game at animocards.com. This is Diapers and Disciples, episode 89. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a family. We're Cameron and Amber O'Hearn, and today we are talking about self-doubt and insecurity. We're pros. We're pros at this. <laughs> <laughs> we're not an expert at a lot of things, but... So why did this topic come up? Well, a couple people have mentioned it in the survey mm-hmm. results. And this morning, so it's kind of been on yeah, our Yeah, why are we talking about it today? The reason why we're talking about it today is because this morning I was looking at the website for another podcasting couple that we're hoping to have on our podcast for one of our interview episodes. And I was looking through their episodes and looking through the resources they have And I said to Cameron, why are we even doing our podcast? Because they are doing an amazing job at what they're doing. They're a couple that has a Catholic podcast and it covers like marriage and parenting and so many of the topics that, you know, we are hoping to cover in future episodes and they have more experience, life experience than we do. And so I said to Cameron, why are, why are we even doing this when there is, a better they seem podcast. like they're doing it a lot better. Like yes, the website. The they resources. have like yeah, like we did an episode and they have like free downloadable resources about like the topic that we did, and it's like I just felt hmm. really um, like maybe that podcast was pointless. I was starting to have mm-hmm. this self doubt, mm-hmm. shall we call it? We shall. <laughs> I was feeling really insecure. And then Cameron reminded me that we're doing this because we believe God is asking us to continue doing this. And our perspective and experience is different than theirs. The way that we're coming at this podcast is we want to be an encouragement. We're here in the trenches with you and not as much from a teaching like here's our experience. We've been through it. Let's tell you about it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I do understand, and I was, there are even more podcasts. I'll link in the show notes all the great podcasts. So, should I do that or no? <laughs> Did you say you want to link in the show notes all the great podcasts out there? All the great couple podcasts. There's so many great Catholic pod, pod. No, I won't do that. Yeah, we don't want to give give our viewership away. We just said they're better than us. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. I'm going to cut all this. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Okay, no, here's, here's what I'm going to No, gonna you're say. not. Okay, here's what... You're not cutting it. I don't want to cut... I want to You're doubting that. yourself. I know, but I'm going to cut that part. I didn't really need to talk about putting in the show notes all the cool podcasts. Okay. Okay. So, um, all that to say, I was feeling insecure about the podcast, especially um, this new season where mm-hmm. we are sharing a little bit more... Uh, intimately and vulnerably, I've been feeling kind of like vulnerable about it because the first, you know, 80-ish episodes mostly were interview style where I was talking to another guest. Talking to an expert. About a particular topic (laughs) and they shared their experience and yeah, I'll add a little bit about my experience, but this new format 
just lends itself to us sharing more about our lives. So that's kind of scary because you're putting yourself out there and people won't like it. And that makes me feel insecure. Yes. I mean, people, some people will like it, but some people. Isn't it weird when people don't like you? Like it, (laughs) even if, even if it's a random comment on YouTube or whatever, or like Twitter. Right. The fact that people like don't like you. Yeah. Even though they're a stranger. Yeah. Ah, it kind of hurts. I I wonder if I've told this story on the podcast before where one time, this this was early on in the podcast, I had pre-recorded, before I even launched the podcast, I had pre-recorded like a dozen episodes or something like that. So those episodes were like easy to record and I felt comfortable. But then after I finished releasing all those episodes, Mm. the future episodes, I was like, oh my gosh, because I saw... I saw that people now are listening to these episodes. It wasn't just an idea like, Mm. oh, I'll record these and maybe it'll turn into something. Then when I knew that people were listening to them, I felt scared. Well, not just a small group of people, but a a lot more than you thought. Yeah. And so then when I brought that up to Cameron that I was feeling scared, and then Cameron said, what are you scared of? And I said, I'm scared that... People will think this about me. And think that, that what think, I'm saying is stupid yeah. or that I don't know what I'm talking about. That they won't that like they me. They won't like me. They won't like the podcast. And Cameron, <laughs> what I wanted Cameron to say was, are you kidding? People love you. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, Cameron says to me, which is what I needed to hear, people do think that about you and they do think that about the podcast already so yeah there will be people out there so that's helpful because then it's like oh yeah people you don't have to like this podcast and people will stop listening if they don't like it but i feel i think that god is asking us to do this we believe god is asking us to continue doing this so we're just trying to be faithful to what he's asking of us even when it feels scary or when we feel insecure about it yeah and even though other people don't like you, I like you. I think you're swell. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> you're married to me, so there we go. I chose to be married to you. It I'm didn't sorry. just happen. Yep. Yep. Okay. So that was my story. Or did and I you have know another what? story? You know what else? What else? <laughs> what else was even recording this topic, we felt like. Yes. Amber started doubting herself. Because we're in the living room and we're starting to talk about what we do is we prepare for the episode. And so we've taken some notes and have scripture or whatever. And I started going through it. And I was like, I don't know if this is valuable. Valuable. <laughs> and Cameron's like, self-doubt. Are you doubting your self-doubt episode? Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, take it for what it's worth. We're just sharing. This is a more casual episode. We're sharing some thoughts, a little bit of encouragement, some stories. One story I want to share is I think with um, dads, I I would say especially dads, husbands too, but as a dad, a lot of the self-doubt comes with making enough money and having an important job. I still remember when... Uh, <laughs> uh, it was after dinner and I looked over at the door 
and I saw these little little pair of shoes can sitting I, there. Can I clarify? Yeah. Okay, I had set these little shoes out. We were actually going somewhere. Yep. They were sitting there. Cameron didn't notice them. He put on his shoes and we left. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess I'll see him when he gets back. And yeah, so, and then we got back. We ate dinner. I'm not the most perceptive man in the world. I'm probably like top 10 though, but not the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I see these little shoes and my first thought was, huh, I wonder whose shoes those are. That's what you said to me. You said, whose shoes are those? <laughs> <laughs> and then what did you say? I said, those are for our new baby. And I remember it was like the whole room. I've never had experience like this where it's like the world is spinning in one direction and then I felt it change directions, spin in a circle, and like start spinning the other direction. And then I because freaked was, out. We, we had, did not expect this at all. Because we hadn't been trying. We have not, we didn't see, didn't know the storks were in season. <laughs> we're just like. <laughs> we, we got pregnant on our wedding night. Mm-hmm. So it was like a surprise because yeah. we, yeah, we weren't specifically like. Okay, let's try. Shout out for the NFP episode whenever that is, because we will have already released it. Do you you guys remember that (laughs) NFP episode? Oh man, we're recording this before that episode, but crazy. Yeah, so the the room, the world shifted, and I remember walking over to the couch with you and sitting down, still shocked. And my next thought was. I make $600 a month because I work in ministry and I'm an intern. So two things, I'm making $600 a month and I'm an intern and we're having a baby. Yeah. Uh, Amber was making some good money, but we knew that Amber was called to stay home. Like, well, at least that was the direction we wanted to walk in and Mm -hmm. we didn't know what kind of changes would happen but it was like all right i'm making 600 dollars a month i'm an intern somehow god's going to provide and a lot of people can relate to this i'm sure like where you're in school and you get pregnant or whatever it might be you know what i mean that or you already have seven kids and you get pregnant with your eighth right you didn't know you're gonna get pregnant ever again yeah yeah so it was overwhelming and actually in that moment i was more excited than anything but then the self-doubt really comes in waves mm-hmm. and it comes after like the excitement wears off and then you're like checking the, the uh, you know, budget once a month and looking at your paycheck. It's not growing that much. You're counting the days until the new baby comes. You don't, you don't know how you're going to pull it off. And that hasn't left. I haven't solved that. Because even though I'm the sole provider and I have a, a business I love, we're in a home, like we're, we're blessed. We're three kids. I don't know how we did it. I look around, there's a roof over our yeah. heads and a fridge full of food. So the other day I was uh, really stressed about money and and like the work wasn't coming in as fast as I thought thought it would or should and I was looking at like two months from now and uh seeing like 
I don't know how we're gonna make it in two months. And uh, it was the middle of the workday, and I log on to Aldi.us, <laughs> and I'm looking at Aldi jobs. For people who don't know, Aldi is a discount grocer. I think I heard the boss. You want to go oh, grab her? Yeah. Wait, do you hear her? No. Oh, you have the monitor set up? Yeah. Oh. Um, so I logged on to the grocery store Aldi website, and I was looking for jobs. Just like, you know, you go into Aldi, it's this really nice, if you don't know what Aldi is, really, like, small, clean grocery store. All the Aldi fans are like, yeah! Yeah, yeah! <laughs> yeah, Aldi! It's not like other grocery stores where you feel like you sh- you don't belong there, or you feel like you're... <laughs> you don't belong there! <laughs> we, we, do, we have an experience like that. No, but... Can we tell it? When we went to that grocery store when we were in, oh, living man. in Minnesota, and it was like a high-class grocery store... No, that was, that's here too. <laughs> Have you been to the Dorothy oh, Lane Market? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there are probably stores like this everywhere, but... Yeah. Yeah, you know, you go into a grocery store and you feel like it's too good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't belong. You're not part of the club. Um, you're not part of Sam's Club. Anyways, it's, it's, a, it's a nice grocery store and it's... And they, they pay their employees well. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at... Look at these jobs. There's a district store manager. There's store managers. If I was a district store manager, I would get a car, a phone, dental insurance. I'd like almost double my salary. And I'd be in this industry that I have no interest in. But I, I like... But it's lo- like a faithful job. And yeah. You can go I, to there's nothing and- wrong with it. And I, look, I, I plugged it into our budget like our new income would be. I started like, feeling like, huh, maybe this is what I should be doing. And then Amber walked in the room and I felt like utter shame. And yeah, to be honest, I felt embarrassed that she was looking <laughs> over my shoulder. I was watching these Aldi videos on like what it's like to be a worker at Aldi. And I said, uh, are you thinking about Aldi again? <laughs> again? Yeah. <laughs> Because every once in a while, Cameron will mention Aldi as like, oh, maybe I should just be working at Aldi. Well, yeah, but this is the first time I saw you actually looking at <laughs> videos. I walked in and you were on I mean, the website. If my if I move on from my business someday, like I wonder if I would be like a nice Aldi store worker, yeah, or a nice postal worker, yeah, like with really nice slacks, just walking around, you know, whistling a tune. Like, that seems kind of nice. Like, a, just a, jo- a steady job. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was longing for. Is like, a steady job that has, like, you know, much better pay, a really good title. I think that's what yeah. us men are just like, ah, I just want to look at my wife and say, like, hey, we're going to be fine. Plenty of money. I'm going to go into work. And when you go into work, there's people who look up to you and you're an important person. And when you don't have those things, oh, you just, you feel like not only is the world going to fall apart, but you feel like you're useless and like you're not capable of providing for a family and you're worried about the consequences of that. So, yeah, I just want to share that because I'm not, this isn't just about Amber's self-doubt with the podcast or anything. I mean, we all... 
experience this. Hi friends, just wanted to take a quick break to tell you about today's sponsor, Animo. Animo is a Bible verse collectible card game with a similar feel to other trading card games, except instead of focusing on magic or violence to win fake battles, Animo cards will have your kids focused on winning real battles with virtue and real power. Instead of memorizing attacks and statistics found on typical trading cards, your kids will be memorizing the word of God. We have a starter deck and character pack, and I have been so impressed with the care taken to make sure not only the game is fun and balanced, but the cards are appealing for kids to want to collect and even memorize the verses on the cards. My five-year-old loves the game, especially the animo characters themselves, and plays with my three-year-old with a little help from mom or dad. As a family who loves games and steeping ourselves in the living word of God, this game has been an obvious choice to include in our collection. Animo also hosts a Bible verse challenge every month where your kids can receive a free holograph card just by memorizing the verse of the month. I love that. If you have been looking to implement scripture memory in your home, friends, this is honestly one of the best ways I think you can do it as a family. Animo currently has a starter deck, two expansion packs, and character packs, and all would make great stocking stuffers. Take the step to introduce scripture memory into your home and gift your kids with a game that focuses on defeating sin and filling their hearts with virtue. Check out more, including playthrough videos, at animocards.com. Use the code DND20, you can also find that in the show notes, to get 20% off your order from today, November 29th through December 12th. To participate in the Bible Verse Challenge for a free holograph card, follow Animo on Facebook and Instagram at Animo Cards or on Twitter at Animo Games. These are all linked in the show notes for today's episode or head straight to AnimoCards.com. There's probably interesting ways you could draw out self-doubt from a woman's perspective. I don't know. Yeah, There's so, any ideas that come to mind. I mean, something that's coming to mind is um, just in... Uh, motherhood and the decisions you make as a, a mom, your kind of like parenting style. I mean, there's, I know there's moms listening who are like younger, maybe you're like 20, 21, and you had your first child, and it's like, you know, the, it seems like, wow, am I able to, to do this? Or you are, you know, parenting in a certain way. I know there's like all these terms of like, attachment parenting style or gentle parenting style or you know whatever they are different kinds of parenting styles yeah and then you oh my goodness people so many facebook groups (laughs) should i tell them amber's coming clean here it is whenever i have a question about something or she joins the group Any question. Some people like type it into Google and find an answer. She joins a Facebook group. So I'm in like hundreds of Facebook groups. But it's helpful. Here's why. Because if there's a topic you want to know about, it's helpful to go on and like see other people who are talking about it who actually are know about the topic or are passionate about the topic. Sure. So anyways, I'm in all those parenting style groups. But um where was I going with that? Oh, okay. So it's easy to feel like you care what other people think mm. about how 
your parenting or what school you're sending your kids to or if you're homeschooling. What type of schooling. I can imagine like... How you discipline your kids, like how you do bedtimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many different... And (laughs) you wonder if you're doing it right because there's... In every decision you make as a parent, there's five or more different ways you can do it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so that's what we're talking about, kind of the insecurities and the self-doubt. So I guess I just wanted, we just wanted to be able to share some encouragement Mm -hmm. that you are doing a great job. Yeah. And um, we just wanted to share some scripture verses that might be helpful. So um, Isaiah 26, 3 is... Thou dost keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in thee. Is that right? Mm -hmm. And then I just want to encourage people who are listening, who this is resonating with you, to just spend the next couple weeks going through Philippians in your prayer. Or even the next couple days. It's not that that long of a book. Speaking of that, you'd recommend like, if you're if you're sacrificing your prayer life, if you're not getting that in, yeah, then you're oh, gonna yeah. forget. Yeah, that's what if you if you uh, a great way to be able to combat the self doubt is to be making sure that you're taking your personal prayer time every day so that you're hearing like, you know, I am a daughter of God, I am a son of God, I'm a daughter of God, I'm a son of God. Like hearing that over and over again and just instilling that in you and also like. God has a plan. God's in control. Yeah. God's in control. Hearing that over and over again in prayer, I think, is a way to combat this. But anyway, so Philippians, there's many verses in there, but um, one of them, Philippians 4, 6 through 7, is, Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding surpasses all understanding that's a scripture memory verse i always get it confused it's a different translation passes and the peace and the peace of god which passes all understanding will guard keep your minds or guard (laughs) different translations (laughs) yeah in christ jesus so again have no anxiety about anything but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peach which surpasses understanding will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Right. So like, that just means whatever you're doubting, say that to God. Yes. Like mm-hmm. in your prayer, say, man, I, like for me, it'd be like, I feel like, you know, they're going to think this video I did is stupid. <laughs> and, or I'm worried that, um, like the next payment's not going to come in time or this client's not going to pull through. Or like everything's going to fall apart. Like whatever it is, you say it to God. Mm-hmm. And this verse is saying, add thanksgiving to that. Yeah. Like, thank you, God, for look at this house. Look at this wife. Look at these kids. Thank you for all that. Lord, I'm I'm worried that everything's going to fall apart. Please help me. Help me get through this. Help me like do what I can. And what's going to happen mm-hmm. if you do those things is the peace of God is going to come upon you. Yes. Um, and that's like a certainty from God's word that that will happen. Mm-hmm. One one thing I wanted to say 
is um is a catechism reference uh 600 catechism of the catholic church paragraph 600 that says in god's eternal plan of predestination he includes in it each person's free response to his grace so think of this from eternity past god knew that i was going to see those shoes and be scared that I'm only making $600 a month. But then he knew that I was going to try my best, fail sometimes, go to confession sometimes, but try my best every day to just do what I can do today. Mm-hmm. And my best turned out to be enough. Mm-hmm. And I turned out to be capable because I was faithful to God today. So from eternity past, God says, this problem you're experiencing is not the end of the story. And you, mom or dad, you were placed in this position with these kids. These kids were not given to anyone else. They were given to you. Call them by name. Those kids are yours. God put you in this place to be their mother or their father and to have this spouse. Mm. And so... If you recognize from eternity past, God has placed you here. And if you're trying to do your best, it'll be enough. Mm. It's it, it's for no one else to do but you. In fact, you're the best one for this job. Right. Because God placed you here with these kids and with that spouse. Mm. And God is so faithful. And we can see his faithfulness. Like looking back on the yeah. past, the ways he's been faithful. That's where the Thanksgiving is. Yeah. yeah looking back on how What's he that, is it Numbers 23, 19? What's that one? God is not man that he should lie. Nor or son, son of man, man that he should repent. Has he me. spoken and will he not do it? Or has he, has he said and will he not do it? Has he spoken and will he not fulfill it? Yeah. He's been so faithful in the past. And so, yeah. So for Cameron's example, for, you know, looking at Aldi jobs. <laughs> and I'm saying like... Are you thinking about Aldi again? The Lord has been so faithful, and yeah. we don't feel like He's asking you to do a career change right now. Like right. I think He's going to be faithful, and He was. Like He's yeah. brought so many wonderful. Yeah, projects. I'm no longer worried about two months from now. Yeah, and I, God is faithful. And in the case that in two months we would have had to do a career change, it would have been filled with the peace of God because exactly. it would have been what He wants. Mm. And we, because we're striving to take prayer time each morning, we would have known we're a son and daughter of God and known that everything's going to be okay because mm-hmm. we have a good father. Yeah. And so, yeah, if that career change would have happened, it would have been fine. But yeah, God's been faithful. We're still doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Awesome. So I think that wraps it up. Yeah. You still doubting anything? Yeah. Doubting yourself? I'm, I mean, it's going to come and go, and I just got to <laughs> listen to this episode over and over. <laughs> just uh, being faithful to prayer and keep going back to Philippians and... You want to talk to yourself since you're going to be listening to this episode? Is that weird? Like, Amber, you can do this. Yeah, I guess I just want to say that if you 
just continue being faithful to your prayer and to what God has asked you to do today. This day. Yeah, today. He'll continue to be faithful. Yeah. Yeah. You have what it takes. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Jesus, thank you for all the ways that you have given to us abundantly. Thank you for our faith, our spouses, our families, our jobs. Pray, Lord, that we can trust in you in times of doubt and that we can just know in the deepest part of our being that we are your sons and daughters, that we can love you and trust you and trust your will for our lives. And Jesus, we offer this time to you. In the name of the Father, Amen. and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Epilogue. Epilogue. I'm gonna. You you were letting that sit there. there the whole time. Snickers, fun size, not bite size. Amber asked me if I wanted <laughs> to share a fun size Snickers with her. Yep. And you said no. Because <laughs> then I'd want another half of a fun size, and then maybe I'd be crazy enough to eat a whole fun size by myself. That's true. You know what? I'm um, what's doubting. What's your favorite candy? <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm doubting that this epilogue is going well. <laughs> My favorite candy. Candy? Does that include chocolate things? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think he likes... You don't have to fill the, the quiet. I know, but I think yeah, he, I, I think I know that you like caramely things. Yeah, like I was trying to think of like... Like a Cadbury caramel egg or something. Or is that too much? That's a little too much now. But I was trying to think of... A name of a, like a chocolatey caramely thing that mm-hmm. I could point to, but yeah, p- pretty much just chocolate and caramel. Those uh, what are those bars called? Caramellos. Oh, caramellos. Up, <laughs> are they caramellos? I think they're I'm... spelled C A R A. I think they're caramellos. Okay. Yeah, because it's the word caramel. Now I'm saying the word word. <laughs> What word is that? Caramel. Caramel? Don't you say caramel apple? No, I never say that. (laughs) Okay, do we need to have the Reese's Pieces talk? (laughs) Reese's Pieces. Oh my goodness. Cameron believes it's Reese's Pieces. Why else would they say in their marketing (laughs) meetings, ooh, you know what goes good with Reese's? Pieces. Like, were they saying, like, were they gathering around, you know, in the in the Reese's headquarters and saying, like, hmm, what's, what's like, our next marketing slogan? Oh, you know the word PCs? <laughs> um, that rhymes with Reese's. Let's put that, because the, there's, like, little pieces of Reese's. I have always called it Reese's PCs. <laughs> Reese's Pieces. You know that it's actually Berenstain Bears, right? Not Berenstain Bears? Well, I know that's how it's spelled, but I wonder if that's how it's pronounced. Oh, it might be Steen still? I don't know. Yeah, that's... I don't know. That's interesting. You know what I was thinking? What? I don't know how old those books are, but maybe we should get those guys on the podcast. 
the Jan and Stan. author? Yeah. Jan and Stan? <laughs> I think that's... Baron Stan? I think so. I didn't... I don't what, know. What would we talk about? <laughs> we talk... Well, you know those books are so great. At yeah, they, they are to great. Kids, You're right. Different values. Let's just sip our drinks and something Cameron's stay trying, confident. Trying to be ever since I've I launched the podcast podcast, 2017. Cameron has repeatedly said to me Are you talking about me behind my back right now? <laughs> in front of your in front face. of my back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cameron would say to me, Oh, you gotta do this thing where you ask people like what, what kind drinking. of what they're drinking. Are they drinking coffee or a mocha? Because that's a thing. Pe- people love drinking things. I know, but it's a great I great said, equalizer. That's not like my shtick. That's like not my thing that I want to like start every episode. But you've been like every once in a while you'll bring it up, and then when we started co-hosting, you have kind of tried to like bring it in. I have. Do I say you've what you're mentioned drinking? it a couple times? Not when we've been recording. Oh, I think we should bring it back. I mean, it was never in. Bring it in the first time. Let us know. Do you think it's important to know what people are drinking? Don't you feel like warm and cozy and you know what we should to? do? There should be like a little Easter egg at the end of this podcast. If you've listened this far. <laughs> What That's kind of, an excellent idea. What kind of like fun emoji can they put in the comments of? I only know like three emojis. Okay, let me find one. It's got to be. It's got to be something like, like some unique. diaper. I like a. I don't know about that. Isn't that the name of your podcast? <laughs> Our podcast. My podcast. Okay, let me find some emojis. Fast forward fifteen seconds while Amber looks for an emoji. Okay, let's see here. I mean, a diaper would make sense, wouldn't it? Or if it has to do with the podcast. We just did like self-doubt. No, I don't think it should have anything to do with the podcast. I think that would make it like... It's like, oh yeah, these people are... Christmas tree. Christmas tree If you've listened to this far, tag us in something with a Christmas tree. Interestingly enough, that's one of my recent emojis. (laughs) And we're (laughs) recording in October. Of course it is. Okay, put a Christmas tree on there. So we and, know that you've listened to Oh, me. man. We're, you're going to be our friend if you do that. Like, man, let's let's talk to this person. Yeah. Let's get this person on the podcast. Let's <gasps> give them a t-shirt. Oh, my god! Let's invite them over for dinner. Okay. Christmas tree emoji. Thanks for listening. <laughs>